0: The following program is sponsored by Halpern's Cards and Collectibles. Batter up!
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Happy 4th to all all that celebrate. 4th will be Tuesday. He's Dan. I'm Mike. Welcome into a new edition of Batter Up, part of the Sports Insanity Network, sponsored by Halpern's Cards and Collectibles. Dan, my friend, good morning. How are you?
0: Good morning, buddy. Oh.
1: Yeah, Sunday morning. I don't know how it is by you, but it's uh, raining out here.
0: Well, it was raining last night, Mm. and um, yeah, it was much needed, but it's still Mm. very hot outside. So, um, this is like in the East Coast is like one of the very few droughts that we actually have in such a long time. So, the rain is much needed. Yes, it is. So now I don't like that the rain is uh constantly halting the Cardinals and the Yankees, which it did twice, maybe a few times the last couple of days. But yeah, no, that that's been annoying to watch. But yeah, no, the uh yeah, at least the Yankees were able to get back on track with a win after a terrible loss in game one of that
1: yeah. <laughs> I believe for the Cardinals, Jordan Montgomery goes today. So, his first start against the Yankees. So, we'll
0: see so yeah, how that goes. It was last year? He, he he faced him last year. Oh,
1: he did he? I, yeah. Last year, who remembers?
0: He he he, he pitched well. The Yankees couldn't get a hit off him.
1: Hmm. We'll see what happens later on. Uh, we're going to focus a lot on what takes place a week from Tuesday. That is the all-star game in Seattle. I'm not sure if you've seen a picture of the uniforms yet. I, I'm digging the, the all-star uniforms this year. Now, they weren't I, that great last year.
0: Taking a glance at some of the uniforms and uh, uh not lying to you. You know, having the Seattle logo on there. Um, well, you know, I mean the color schemes and Mm -hmm. it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's actually pretty nice.
1: I gotta tell you, I think the Mariners have one of the best uniform combinations in all of baseball, but uh more on that later. So the Derby next Monday, we'll talk about that as well because certain guys have already announced they're participating. But we will start with the All-Star game, and the starters were revealed uh, late last week. The catcher for the National League will be Sean Murphy of the Braves. In the American League, it'll be Jonah Heim from the Texas Rangers. First base in the National League, not really a surprise. It's Freddie Freeman making his fourth All-Star appearance. Uh, in the American League, it'll be Yandy Diaz of the Rays. Second base. In the National League, I really thought I was going to have to yell and scream at people about this, but they got it right. Luisa Rise of the Marlins, second baseman, National League. American League, it'll be Marcus Simeon of the Rangers. Uh, third base, Nolan Aradao in the National League and Josh Young in the American League. Shortstops: Orlando Arcia of the Braves in the NL, Corey Seager in the AL. Actually, a little surprised Corey Seager's making his first All Star game. I, <clears throat> I would have thought there was no way that's true, but he's in. Uh, the DHs: National League, JD Martinez. And I really shouldn't have to tell you the American League DH because if you don't know that Shohei Otani's the DH for the American League, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: The National League outfield will line up Ronald Acuna Jr., Mookie Betts, and Corbin Carroll of the Arizona Diamondbacks. In the American League, Mike Trout, Randy Rosarena, and – Dan's guy Aaron Judge, who will not play due to his injury, but
0: but but this counts as an all. star Those teams. are your
1: all stars. Mm-hmm.
0: It usually counts as an all star thing, right?
1: It counts as an appearance, yeah. Okay. But he won't play, so he
0: won't play because he's because he has a a toe ligament that the Yankees are refusing to give more information about and refusing to just admit that the season is over for him and that he needs to chill out until 2024. But uh, anything stand out the the All-Star game starters? Well, the, the, the one that stood out to me, and he's had a terrific year, It's Corbin Carroll. Mm-hmm. To me, um, not only has been a good glove in the outfield, but his hitting is absolutely tremendous 292 you know close to 20 home runs before the all-star break i mean this is literally the type of baseball we want to see the type of young studs out there that we love to see up-and-coming possible stars and he's turning into one big time in arizona and on top of all that, the Diamondbacks are one of the best teams in baseball. Um, and I'm I'm just happy that they get to have someone that they represent. That's you know that that, that actually you know puts a good light for them. Mm.
1: Yeah. And right now he's the runaway National Rookie of the Year.
0: No, he's no, also
1: he, he's also an MVP candidate. I. I Right now, I'd probably put Ronald Acuna ahead of him, but that—that's a conversation we can have later. I was surprised by the amount of guys' uh, first appearances. When you talk and, and the young guys who they got right, the two te- uh, the Texas guys, Jonah Heim has mm-hmm. had a nice year behind the plate for them. Josh Young at third base has had a nice year. I was stunned, as I said before. Corey Seager hadn't made an all-star team before this. Uh, so, so that part. And I'm so – listen, I, I got on fans when they when they do fan voting because I hate fan voting. I think it's stupid and idiotic at times. Mo- for the most part, you guys got – the fans got it right. I was very pleased that Luis Arise is in this game. Because he, right now he's hitting 388. Uh-huh. You know, that, that was well-deserved. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to real. I don't think there's a guy to nitpick here. So, even a guy like Aronado, <clears throat> we want to still see the best of the best. Despite the Cardinals not having a good year so far, Nolan Arenado is still – the premier third baseman in all of baseball. So, uh, I I'm, i don't know about you, Dan. I, I still, baseball is the one all-star game I still really enjoy.
0: I mean, I enjoy it too because you get to see the game's best, like the, truly the game's best. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually the, with the all-star game, Um, You know, they just have fun and they enjoy fans enjoys it. And it's, it's all good fun and, you know, just a great time. And it's gonna be an awesome time in Seattle, Seattle, the city that absolutely deserves what it's getting. So good for them that they are finally pretty much on the map in terms of everything. uh, Baseball. So yeah, no, I I do enjoy the MLB All Star Game, well over the NBA All Star Game, well over the Pro Bowl, um, NHL All Star Game is a close second to me because uh, of their style. But you know, to me, I feel like MLB, it, it's like tradition. There's nothing like it,
1: and not nothing beats tradition, and, and that's such that's why I, I still enjoy it. Exactly. Um, I love the first time, guys. I still still love the guys who go for the tenth, eleventh time, and they still take it as a a badge of honor. That that's why yeah. I think these games are so so cool.
0: Yeah, and I saw I saw that um, Freddie Freeman is there too. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, you you already mentioned him. Um, it's crazy to think about it, but. I did not know this. He's the first Dodger first baseman to start an all-star game since Steve Garvey. Is that true?
1: Yeah, MLB.com has that. So,
0: so that, that, I mean, that that's to me, at least that's, you know, you know, obviously we know Steve Garvey was, you know, one of the greats, one of the Dodger greats. Mm-hmm. So for Freddie Freeman to follow in that footstep is pretty cool. In my opinion,
1: yeah, it's very cool. Uh, that I, you know what, reading that now, you, you're right. It's kind of surprising because I would have thought those years Adrian Gonzalez was there. Yeah, he would have gotten a star,
0: or or someone from the. But but we 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 keep forgetting a lot of the Dodger, the great Dodgers of you know the past you know twenty thirty years, you know approaching forty years now. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of those great players, they weren't first basemen. No. Like, may, maybe that you had ran into a couple of first basemen that were power hitters or did put the ball in play. But the best of the best, either outfield or middle infield, catchers, pitchers, like they, these it, – it's it's weird thing about.
1: It kind of is because you're talking about one of the iconic franchises in all of baseball, so – uh that that's very that you're right that stat is very, very interesting. Um, so the night before the All-Star game, we have the home run derby. Oh. We have had some participants announced for the home run derby. They include last year's winner, Julio Rodriguez, the hometown guy. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has declared. Mm-hmm. Mookie Betts has declared, and I believe Randy Arosarena of the Rays has declared as well that he'll be a part of the Derby. I'm going to say this: it may not be the most epic home run Derby right now, but it's got the most swag to it that you can imagine right now.
0: <laughs> well, I, we we need these type of players. We need mm-hmm. the Mookie Betts. We need Randy Rosarena. We need Vladdy. We need Julio Rodriguez. Let's be real. If Shohei wasn't the best player in baseball, he'd probably do it. If Aaron Judge wasn't injured, he'd probably do it again, even though he said he would never do it again. Uh, but, yeah, know, like, this is – is Derby's all about star power. Mm-hmm. And you can't get any better with star power than this lineup here. Now, we can always add to it because, you know, there's...
1: I think there's eight spots.
0: Yeah, so uh, we're waiting to see how many more of those spots will get filled. But I think that this Derby needs a lot of star power, mm-hmm. and it's great for the game that the it's going to feature one of the best power hitters in baseball. Like, cause you know, there'd be times where there would be home run derbies where you, yeah, these people would hit home runs, but they weren't like true power hitters, and the derbies were boring.
1: Or you had no idea who the guy <laughs> was entering yeah. the derby. You, you know, um, I, I think the other part is the derby is like the slam dunk contest for the for the NBA. It's the t- the I know the NBA has a whole night. But the Derby's just so special. You need to make it matter, and when you have guys, Mookie Betts is a top five player in the game. Vlad Jr. is probably in the Vlad Jr. And Julio Rodriguez are probably in the top twenty to twenty five. Randy Rosario is in the top fifty, probably. That's that. This is what you need. You need your your stars, but you need your young stars. That's what's going to get the people to watch. People want to watch Mookie Betts hit homers. People want to watch Vlad Jr. hit homers. You know, so I'm intrigued by who, who else joins. Um, does the polar bear try to reclaim his crown? Yeah. Yeah, that that would be intriguing.
0: I want, I want Tatis in there, too.
1: Tatis? Listen. Let's have fun. I, that's fine with me. Well, Otani Ota- did it a couple of years ago. Would he do it again? I don't know.
0: Yeah.
1: Probably not. He might not. I don't know. But yeah. um, get, get me Luis Robert in there, that. too. I, that would be.
0: Juan Soto will love him back there to try to reclaim the title. So,
1: um, yeah. Got options if you're baseball. Make the der- the derby matters, man.
0: Yeah. I'm and excited. People, people love it. People still like the Derby. People can say all oh, they want about." No one likes baseball and home run. No, no, no. They 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 dig the home run.
1: Chicks dig the long ball. I know everyone says, but uh I yeah, I love the derby, love the all-star game. I wonder this, and this is just completely off topic. When, when I, I apologize to people of Oklahoma, I say this: When the A's move to Vegas, I wonder how quickly they're going to try to get an All-Star game in
0: Vegas. Wouldn't that <laughs> in that new stadium? Well, if there's going to be a new stadium, because now we all of a sudden we have more opposition from the teachers union <laughs> over over in in uh, Las Vegas. Um, but when, when, can you imagine? An all-star game in Vegas, the amount of betting that will go on the stadium would be tremendous. They would turn it into a gambling spectacle,
1: and and the scoreboards when when you hit a home run would light up with a jackpot or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Like you pull pull the lever. Yeah, so that's just something to watch out for, but. The All-Star Game is next Tuesday.
0: Vegas, theme. you have the black Vegas themed. Vegas yeah, themed. Yeah,
1: it's... God. The Derby is a week from tomorrow. The All-Star Game is a week from Tuesday. So, we got that to look forward to. Uh, we had our first major trade prior to the deadline as well. Mm-hmm. The deadline is August 1st. Uh, and... A guy Dan is very familiar with is on the move. araldus Chapman goes from the Kansas City Royals to become a member of the Walker, Texas Rangers. So uh, the first big, r- real big domino to fall Chapman to the Rangers for prospects. But listen, Texas isn't playing around here, man. They're good. They know they're good and the in first place in the AL West.
0: And Aroldis Chapman's having a resurgent season in Kansas City, which was expected, you know, mm-hmm. you get out of the spotlight of New York. Um, you go to a place where there's absolutely nothing. Like, you know, this this wasn't, this wasn't is not a surprise that Aroldis Chapman's doing well. And for Texas to pick him up while he's still good can actually be a huge thing for them. You know, they're trying to contend for a West title. They're trying to make a playoff run, big, big playoff run. You know, we're all this Chapmans type of player that can do that. And I know last year the Yankee fans like me, we criticized him. But, you know, that was more because, you know, of his antics off the field and, you know, the fact that on the field he just wasn't getting it done and he was always hurt and everything. But you know this is a different role to check. This is someone that went somewhere, started off fresh, away from the New York spotlight. He's been healthy pretty much all year, and the the man is in a different level, so Texas picking him up is huge, and you know just you're just adding to what is already a good book that that's just me and look at closer closer status, you know, if if he gets to that opportunity again, like, you know, I would definitely put him there.
1: He still throws hard. Um, And I think you said the key. He's now out of the New York spotlight and he thrived in KC where there was no pressure. Now he he's put into a spot where There will be pressure in Texas, but it's not the same kind of pressure as there would be in New York. Um, I also think he's got the right manager in Bruce Bochy. Um, Bruce Bochy knows how to uh, get the best out of his players. That's what he's done so far this year. So I I think it's a good move for Texas. It, It gives them stability at the back end of the bullpen. I wonder if they look into the starters market as well, based on the injury to Jacob deGrom. I'm not saying you're going to get that caliber of a starter, but just a body to float in to make yourself better. Because Nathan Avaldi would probably start game one, John Gray game two, Martin, Martin Perez game three in a – DS slash wildcard situation. So Texas first big move of the deadline. They get her all this chat. So again, deadline, August 1st. So, um, so, and then we, you know, now the major on this episode, then we'll break into some of this bigger series to watch for this week. Uh, big one in the AL East. Dan, is the Yankees will host the Orioles?
0: Yeah, the Orioles this is, I believe, their last time in New York this season, and um, hopefully, we're talking a playoff matchup. Cross fingers, you know. That's, uh, but for this season at least, this regular season, uh, the Orioles will this will be their last appearance in the Bronx. Uh, huge one for the Yankees. You know, if there's obviously no hope for the division, in my opinion, but let's just say, well, they want to go on a magical run and, you know, maybe try to contend. Well, this is the series to do it because the Orioles are hot and they're trying to catch the Rays. So then you want to try to stop that you want if you want to send a message to both the rays and the orioles this is the time to do it when you have them right up your alley type of thing so Uh yeah it's to me this is a big series for them if they want to do that obviously the yankees are still in a prime position to make the playoffs so they don't necessarily have to do well Mm -hmm. but let's be real like the yankees want to do well against their are uh, division rivals and, of course, possible AL championship contenders here. So you want to do well against the teams that are in front. Of
1: you. Yeah, from the Oriole perspective, they've lost four in a row coming in t- yeah. today. But, uh, but, so also,
0: but, you know, this is their first slump, if you want to call it. Oh, yeah. Of the season. You know, the, 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 they were due for it. So that's why I'm not necessarily worried they're 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 coming to a Yankee team while they finish June Strong they're still in kind of iffy waters they lost badly to the Cardinals in game 1 on Saturday and then of course uh, they bounced back in game 2 so you're you're catching the Yankees right now where they're like they win some games and they lose some games they're in like that type of mode here and uh, this is perfect time to if you want to pounce and pound and pound and pound on the Yankees, this is the time to do it. Like You, you don't want the Yankees to get hot and then all of a sudden they can't beat them. Well,
1: you, you're right. I, I'm just saying they've lost four in a row. Their lead on the Yankees for second place in the division's three games. But you're right. This is the time to pounce. because Listen, Aaron Judge is an Oriole killer. He's wow. become that his entire career. Without him, that lineup is very much lower key. Um, they need other guys to step up. So if you're the Orioles, you do want to pounce on this. I just think if you're the Orioles, this is about getting positive. Mm-hmm. The whole first half has been positive, but you got to get positive before the break.
0: Yeah.
1: Because if this continues to slumber, young team. That, you know, that they played really well, and I'm not going to criticize them at all. They just need to figure out who they are.
0: And, and that's the thing that I'm kind of worried about with this young team is mm. how can they handle a slump this bad?
1: And, and listen, they're not under the same pressure the Yankees are. Yeah. They're just not. Um, I also do believe in one of these three games, they will face Garrett Cole. So, listen, do what you can in that one. If you take the other two, everyone will be happy in Berlin. So, you got the Orioles and the Yankees. Uh, You got a 2008 World Series rematch when the Phillies go to Tampa to play the Rays. The Phillies are playing way better than they were earlier in the year
0: Good baseball.
1: Yeah. A lot of that has to do. Trey Turner's played well. Nick Castellanos yeah. has had a, a nice bounce back here after he was dreadful last year. Uh, this is the, this is one of two teams I think in the national league you have to be aware of in the second half, the Phillies, uh, I'm not saying they're going to overtake the Braves, but they, to me, are one of the more dangerous teams in the National League in the second half.
0: You know, all of a sudden, the Marlins and the Phillies are right there, right near each other. Something that, you know, the Marlins probably didn't think was going to be close, but then again, it's the Phillies. This is a team that went to the World Series last season, so it's not that surprising, and then, you know, the, the player that we expected to get on a hot start and stay hot was Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. That has not necessarily happened. He got out to a slow start and which was hurting Philly because they were not winning a lot of games. But now everyone's cooking. Trey's cooking. You said Castellanos, by far some of the best baseball I've seen probably since he was in Detroit. You know, not mm-hmm. saying a lot. You know, when Castellanos in Detroit wasn't All that good, but he's flashy, he was you know spunky. This is the this is the mixture of the Detroit and Cincy Nick Calcianis that we're getting in Philly right now, which is pretty nice. Schwarber is hitting for power again. That's been pretty nice to see, yeah. And then the pitching's coming together.
1: And the one name we didn't mention Mm -hmm. is Bryce Harper, yeah, and by the way. You know, it's some point, Bryce Harper's going to go bonkers. So,
0: well, we, and, and of course, that's, but that's no surprise because we know Bryce Harper, you know, he, he is one of the best players in the game. So we know he will find whatever. And look, injuries happen, you know, yeah. and he's prone to it. He's been prone to it since he got to Philly. So, it's something that you're just going to have to ride out with it. But if the best play is going to get you is in the second half of the season, then so be it. As long as it propels Philly.
1: Listen, if they were going to sign up for him come back when he did and them making the run they've made now without what he's done, I think they would have signed up for that in a heartbeat. As we were talking about late July, August for him to come back, and we we're like, "Are the Phillies going to be able to withhold, withstand it?" Well, they've withstood it. He came back earlier than expected, and now they've they've started to take off. So, uh, flip side it the, the Rays have been the best team in baseball,
0: yeah. They, they, most they,
1: of the first half,
0: they could have some really bad losses the next night, though. Easy. Oh, they
1: can. They, 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 they so, are very feaster fat.
0: Or they, they are a resilient team that you know doesn't allow an inch of adversity
1: to mm-hmm. get to them.
0: And that you you have to give credit to cash for that 100% percent Yeah, they, they they're they, ready to go every night.
1: They, they have an identity, they know who they are, uh, and they're they're damn talented. They will not have Shane McClanahan. He's on the injured list with some back tightness, which,
0: by the way, I'd rather injured list him now than later in the year. And, you know, those those type of back spasms, back tightness, like you can correct that, you know, maybe in a month. But the,
1: the time off is fine.
0: So he'll, he'll get his massages, he'll get his, you know, doing paradise and he'll do whatever treatments and he'll be good to yeah, go so, so. August and – throughout the playoff run, they, they'll they'll
1: be fine. Yeah, so you got the Phillies and the Rays. Uh, another interleague matchup in the West, you got the Mariners and the Giants. Mm-hmm. The Giants have played really well. The Mariners, it's been up and down, mainly yeah. down.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, the rise of the Rangers and the Angels have pretty much, you know, Put them in the back burner a little bit. On top of that, their really mediocre play um, has not helped. So it, it stinks for Seattle. But you, I mean, you never know. Like you know, the, the Seattle could beat pretty much anybody. Like I, I don't think there should be a team you should sleep on.
1: No, they but, have the pitching
0: staff. So yeah. but the Giants are a good team, and I think that you know, if. If you're the Giants, you obviously want to be up a team that you're better than. Uh, but if you're the Mariners, you know, keep having that mentality of it doesn't matter who we're playing, just go out there and play the game and give yourself a chance.
1: Damn, for the Mariners, you get the starters with Castillo, Kirby, Brash, et cetera, et cetera. Get a bat. Get Go get another bat. That's what you need.
0: Well, are they going to be sellers? Or buyers well, at the deadline. See, see they're, running, they're I, running out of time.
1: So I think they're in an interesting spot because I would if I'm them, I would buy, but I would buy futures as opposed to like just rental. So if you're gonna get a bat, it has to be a bat with multiple years left, not just or one least, year. Or at
0: least a one year that's left on the contract. With the possibility exactly. of extending it during the offseason. So,
1: exactly. So. That that would be the kind of guy I would look for if I'm or, that. Even,
0: or even pick up some power bat that has arbitration rights. I mean, yeah, you know.
1: that that that'd be fine too if that's what they could figure out what they what they're gonna do. That's what they need. They need one for me, they need one more impact bat in that lineup because Julio, Rodriguez, Teoscar Hernandez. Good players. Suarez, I think, is a little bit too wrong on the home run, but he's a good player. Ty France, a little inconsistent. Kalenic has had a nice start, but he's been up and down. They need a guy who could help steady them
0: yeah, like, in the middle
1: of that lineup.
0: Yeah, the, the Cal Raleigh's of the world. The, the, this is, it's just not going to get
1: the job done, you know? Yeah, it's, uh, right. They, they got the job done last year.
0: Yeah, but last year, a lot of teams played mediocre baseball last year. Oh,
1: yeah, 100%. They, they, oh, I don't want to say they overachieved, but Mm -hmm. I think they caught a lot of teams off guard last year. I think, no,
0: compared to to the Mariners, I think the Mariners had a good season last year. Mm -hmm. They deserved every part of that playoff appearance. Even, even when they they played the Astros well in that series, Mm -hmm. just a couple of games didn't go their way. Uh,
1: Robbie, uh, Raydi your Alvarez, just not right. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, 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 it it's like a game of inches sometimes, you know. If that ball was thrown maybe a little bit off the plate, you never know. That could be a grounder, that could be a fly ball. Um, but you know, yeah, so I yeah. think the manners aren't they're in an interesting spot, but they're running they are, time, they so very they much are. They need to improve now, and uh but, you know, clock's ticking.
1: All right. We have the Pirates going to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. The Pirates have kind of fallen off a bit after their good start, but they did take two of three from the Dodgers in Pittsburgh in April, so. Uh,
0: yeah, the, the, the Pirates, unfortunately, they came back down to earth a little bit.
1: Yeah, they had to walk the plank. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, but no, the, look, the, I, I think the Dodgers, talk about a team that's overrated, I mean Dodgers are overrated. Mm. I, could, I think, if I'm being honest with you, I think the Diamondbacks are the more complete team. And I know I'm just talking out my ass right now, but, you know, I, I just don't feel like the Dodgers are as good as they say they are or as good as what the record shows. So this could be more of a trap series for them if they don't play right.
1: They've done a lot with what they've had to overcome with injuries and stuff. I still think they can use another starting pitcher to compliment Arias, who just came back. Yes. We don't know when Dustin May is supposed to come back. By the way, how about your Clayton Kershaw's having? Uh-huh. You know, so I still think they need another starter. Offensively, they're, they're going to do their thing. They're two starters. So too many stars with Freddie Freeman, Mookie, Will Smith, Max Muncy. They're too, They're just too good uh, to be held down offensively. But when you're talking the spectacle of the National League, I kind of think you're right because I do think there are teams that are better than them. Uh, so we'll see. Pirates, Dodgers. Uh, you got the Braves and the Guardians. I said it Thursday. I know the Rays have the best record. I think the Braves are the best team in baseball.
0: Yeah, no, the, the Braves, they're also one of the best teams in baseball that's actually at a cheap payroll. And, again, that's just because the Braves' front office has done a very good job at allowing teams to commit to the process without having to spend so much on their homegrown talent.
1: They buy out the arbitration years and then get get these guys cheap. Yeah, Uh, just look at the wrong long long
0: term deals: deals. four, five, six, up to eight years. Eight
1: years, yeah.
0: So you know you have this team for a long time with the Braves. So yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. Um, I think the Braves certainly best team National League, definitely best team in. uh, and then nationally, and in baseball, it's it's questionable. The Rays are good. The Rays are a very good team. Oh, the Rays
1: are great. I'm not criticizing the Rays.
0: It. It's tough. It, it's even tough for me to deny. Like you can't, you can't just fly out to say, "Oh, yeah, no, Rays are better." Oh, I mean, you know, don't, you don't know that they have a cookie with the Guardians. I don't care what anyone says. That team stinks. So does the rest of the AL Central. I know the record shows whatever. This Guardians team sucks. Oh, I know. The
1: They're just a game out of first place of the AL Central, two games up. back.
0: Are you looking at this? Look at the, records. Look They're at the record. They're 40 and 42. The AL Central, Mike. The Twins are in first place. They're at
1: 542-42. Now, the Red Sox have the same record. They're 14 <laughs> games out in the AL East. <laughs>
0: It's so bad. the The Guardians are forty and forty two. They're game out of first place, like you just said. This is the time for the Braves to be men and kick their ass. Uh,
1: I'll say this about the Braves too. I said this weekend was a major series for the Marlins, mm-hmm. and the Braves just said, "No, it's not."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the Marlins are doing well this year, so.
1: Um, you have the Angels and the Padres. Listen, listen. You don't have to talk about the series. Just think of the power: Otani, Trout, Tatis, Machado. It doesn't get better than that. That's popcorn worthy.
0: Now, the question really is: What's the pitching going to look like? We know what the hitting's going like. to There's going to be a lot of home runs, a lot of runs coming in. What's the pitching going to look like? Who's going to hold it down for the Padres? Who's going to hold it down for the Angels?
1: So Monday will be Berea versus Blake Snell, who's been really good as of late. Tuesday, 4th of July, will be Otani's pitch against Joe Musgrove.
0: That's a good matchup.
1: That's a great matchup. And then Wednesday will be uh, Patrick Sandoval against Seth Lugo. So, the, those are your pitching matchups for Padres and Angels. And the last one we got is we got the Brewers and the Cubs who entering today. The Brewers are five games up on the Cubs in the NL Central. So, those are the series to watch this week. But, uh, okay, listen. We've got a week before the All Star Game. Everyone have a happy and safe Fourth of July.
0: Please, no, no drinking, no driving, no illegal fireworks and you know, that stuff. Um,
1: yeah, if you really want fireworks, just sing the Katy Perry song and then you'll be you'll you'll be very happy. at that That's watch all. The,
0: watch the music video; it has plenty of them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to my to my friends out in DC, enjoy the the fireworks show at the National Mall. That's good. That's always a great fireworks show. So, please, uh, uh, enjoy that. And again, shout out to the United States of America. Another birthday coming up here. So we love America, and uh, we appreciate the opportunities that it gives all of us.
1: Mm. And so, everyone, happy, safe Fourth. Have a great week. Dan, he's Dan. I'm like, Thank you for listening to Batter Up, part of the Sports Insanity Network, sponsored by Halpert's Cards and Collectibles. Follow us on the socials if Twitter works for you.
0: Oh, can you believe that BS? Listen. Only look at what well, how many tweets are you, are you able to look at? Like 300?
1: I don't. I don't know. Thanks for nothing, Lonnie. But
0: what a disgrace! I, I hate. I hate Elon Musk. All
1: right. You can also go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. Again, he's Dan, I'm Mike. Thanks for listening to the Batter Up, part of the Sports Insanity Network, sponsored by Halpern's Cards and Collectibles. Have a good one, everybody.
0: Deuce is... The preceding program was sponsored by Halpern's Cards and Collectibles. What's going on, everyone? Lawrence Patchman Lang here. President of the Sports and Sandy Network, just reminding you to go to our
1: website, www.thesportsandsandynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports and Sandy Network.